Hey, welcome to Unstable Topics, a fast-paced, jam-packed, unhinged bestie podcast filled with facts, reacts, and made-up games in between. We're your hosts, Sarah and Maggie, and we're excited for you to join our best friend hangout, where we surprise one another with things we find interesting or hilarious just to see how the other will react. Our friendship might be totally stable, but you never know what your bestie might throw your way to knock you off your game. So come shake things up, learn something new, and laugh along with us. This is Unstable Topics. You've been lost in the woods for hours now, stumbling around in the dark. You come around the bend and see two people roasting marshmallows over a roaring fire. They see you coming into the clearing and gesture over to pull up a log. Welcome to Campfire Ashes. I'm Paul. And I'm Jess. Join us as we tell each other our originally written spooky stories around the campfire and then dive into the lore and legends that inspired them. Is it something that goes bump in the night? Is it something menacing lurking past the tree line? Or is it just weird and otherworldly? You'll find it here on Campfire Ashes. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, or right here on the Geekscape Network. Hey, welcome to Unstable Topics, a fast-paced, jam-packed, unhinged bestie podcast filled with facts, reacts, and made-up games in between. We're your hosts, Sarah and Maggie. And we're excited for you to join our best friend hangout, where we surprise one another with things we find interesting or hilarious just to see how the other will react. Our friendship might be totally stable, but you never know what your bestie might throw your way to knock you off your game. So come shake things up, learn something new, and laugh along with us. This is Unstable Topics. Hey, Horror Movie Night. Uh, another episode here at Fantastic Fest, and I'm, well, I would say sitting down, but we're standing in a In a very room. creepy parking yeah, lot. It's, it's a little creepy, admittedly, but it's got this great sound. This is the weirdest podcast <laughs> I've ever been part of. But I'm here with Gigi Solguerrero. Oh, you're like Latino now. I, uh, yeah. I, I love it. <laughs> Embarrassing to even <laughs> be referred to that. But I love that. Well, <laughs> that sure makes up for it. Insulting. <laughs> it's insulting to the Latina <laughs> community. <laughs> uh, but I wanted to sit down and talk with you because, A, um, you had some big news with Blumhouse where you're now yeah. in a first look Thank you contract so much. that's huge. And, of course, you are because Culture Shock was so good. Man, thank you so much. It, it's literally my favorite horror movie of the year, and it was a TV show. That makes me so happy. <laughs> That's great. I was messaging the other two guys that I do this podcast with, and I was like, hey, if you haven't, go watch it. It is so good. It's, thank you, man. It, well, it, it touches. You did a really great job of doing something that's super socially relevant, but also fun. And I think that that's like the one thing that sometimes we lose when we're doing social relevant movies is if they're too heavy and if they're too 100%. in your face, it's hard to really yeah. connect. Well, that, that was one of the things, you know, while making Culture Shock, I was like, you know, what we're seeing on the news every day about the border crisis is yeah. already horrific enough and hard enough to watch. So why would I put an audience 90 minutes through that yeah. when we already are experiencing it? So, you know, I think genre is is the best way to let go of our reality horrors and just find uh, twisted in a way that's entertaining you know agreed i, I yeah. when i was pitching it to someone i was like it's it's got elements of like get out but but through the lens of like 
a John Waters or a or a Tim Burton. Like it's campy, wow, but has it? Oh, I, I mean, <laughs> I felt you know the the version of that perfect America totally is totally. very like Edward Scissorhands, like bright, yes, vivid colors. That was one of the references. <laughs> was totally Edward Scissorhands. I'm so happy you brought that up. It's so so. What drew you into horror? Because what I loved about that movie was that it's way more psychological than like splatter and gore and 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 i mean i love that stuff that stuff's some Me of my too. bread and butter it was but hard to keep it in <laughs> it was hard to keep it in but you know you did a very subdued like all things considered you, this could be edited down to a pg-13 or or a pg if you really wanted it to yeah for sure so what drew you to do something in that set that stylistic sense you know i'm i'm very known for my insane gore yeah. and like tex-mex grindhouse short films and all the other stuff i've done and what drew me to culture shock it just felt you know i was hungry and eager for a feature but when i got my hands on that script i was like you know what this is meant for me and yeah. I just felt so connected to it through not just being Mexican and a woman but being an immigrant yeah. and seeing what is going on in our world I felt it was time to grow up yeah. <laughs> in a way for me and be able to contribute if it's by telling a story visually I feel that I did my part I, I feel that everything happens for a reason and 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 seeing that script was extremely right time right place with Blumhouse and I'm really happy that they trusted me and let me um, put my touch on it rewrite the script and rework it um, and just really just bring this layer of authenticity that I think is what speaks to a lot of people well and you know here we are almost three months out and it's still <laughs> holding 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, Isn't which is huge. Isn't that crazy? Like, wow. I'm like, you know what? Thank you, Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Screw you, IMDb. You guys are really mean. It's kind of it's funny how, how uh, you know, movies like, you know, like Culture Shock or any other social commentary heavy films get so much love and so much hate at the same time. It's, it's, it's absolutely insane. It shows the division that's already happening. 100%. Yeah. It, it showed the division since the trailer. Yeah. And it, it, it's funny because people just kind of brought up like, oh, now we're putting propaganda and horror. Oh, now horror is always this. And I'm like, you know what, guys? You haven't guys? been paying attention you to horror. Exactly. <laughs> we, I'm talking since exploitation yeah. days. We have been using it. Like uh, Night of the Living Dead. Yes. It, it, it's been around for generations of genre. So it's it's just interesting how now it's recognized, yeah, you know, it, it, which is good for us filmmakers. But in a way, it's like we get this division right away without without people even just taking that extra consideration to watch it. And I think that, do you think that it has something to do with the fact that this is kind of where in the last maybe five years, horror's actually being treated like a genuine genre finally. Right? No, I think it's it's finally being looked at as everybody else. Yeah. Like as another person in the team. You know, I think finally genre... And I think not only that it's being more recognized, I think filmmakers are growing to challenge the audiences to watch it. Like, you know, we're giving them now more mature stories that are not just torture porn, not just typical slashers. You know, I think audiences are being challenged. We're making them watch fucking movies with subtitles. Yeah. We're making them watch movies that have relationships, that have, you know. So it, it's, all, it's our responsibility, too, as filmmakers, 
to give the audience that or else it's not we're not going to grow as a community you know well and like you know the i've heard a couple rumors even that supposedly the lighthouse is going to get some big like oscar push and could you like imagine that like 10 years ago like someone putting out a horror movie and being like we're going to do an oscar push for this movie like yeah it was wonderful when Get when out. you know, Get yeah. Out got the was it was huge. best screenplay, right? Is yeah. that what it was? And I yeah. think it was up for best picture. I think it I actually see, that's got incredible. nominated. That's absolutely amazing. And it was one where you couldn't. I always hated the whole like, oh, Silence of the Lambs wasn't a horror movie; it was a thriller. It's someone skinning women Shut and a cannibal. Fuck. Yeah, put the soap <laughs> in the basket or whatever yeah. the fuck that line is. Yeah, it's like, how dare you? Right? How dare you try to just be like, oh, well, it's artistic, so clearly it can't be a horror movie. Right. It's a thriller. I think it was like since back then, what was it like, The Exorcist for Best yeah, Makeup, that, and that was one of the last ones, right? Yeah. A long time ago. And I, I can never remember if. American Werewolf in London was nominated or if it was because of that movie that they created the makeup category but it was something like oh, that oh interesting yeah I don't know I, I, I'll have to double check because that is pretty gnarly stuff yeah. <laughs> it's pretty amazing that's what I mean it's like when you have something like that how do you not as like an academy right? go like okay we really do need to yeah. acknowledge thank you academy you woke up thank you <laughs> yeah. thank you it for only, waking up it only took until 1985 for you to realize <laughs> yeah. that special effects and makeup were important they still got a lot of work <laughs> they got to figure out the whole stunt they got to figure oh, they have a lot of work to do I still was, what would you so here's a question while we're just on this random topic right <laughs> so so like comedy and musical get their own category should there just be a best horror category Dude, at the Oscars yeah and even if they don't want to name it that just <laughs> name it thriller yeah name it the most easy in the middle name yeah, best thriller so or best violence there I don't know best violence right? oh no that's not fair Quentin would win it every time oh you're right you're right <laughs> he wouldn't right. retire and no like that every done. year yeah <laughs> no but I you know if yeah if Golden Globes do best musical and comedy come yeah. on the dark people deserve <laughs> you know us freaks deserve a little bit too and you know? put us on tv don't do the bullshit that they've been doing where it's like after a commercial break they're just like oh here's all the people who do like actual work in hollywood that are effects or hey here's all the foreign <sighs> films that won exactly. we're not gonna <laughs> let's not put any of these people on television or give them 100%. an opportunity to speak oh my god here, here they are at the small ceremony we had saturday night that I'm 10 people slap attended. A bitch right now <laughs> <laughs> so what is next for you? For me, well, I mean, this first look deal just happened, but it's really opened the doors for me. Like, I I, I booked the Purge yeah. series, uh, so I just wrapped that. And I cannot wait for people to see my episode. <laughs> I can tell you, Blumhouse now finally, finally just let me put all the fucking gore I could. <laughs> I pretty much everything I couldn't do in Culture Shock, I just went crazy. So I already apologized to USA Network. <laughs> I'm like, here's my director's cut. I don't care if this is not what airs. Yeah. Now you know me as a person. Yeah, this is still what I'm planning to put out into the world. <laughs> this is my plans, okay? <laughs> Use them or not. That's the thing of TV. Like, uh, you know, it, it's a new experience because I, now I really know what it's like to just let go and yeah. disappear. It's not your project. So that that was different. Yeah. That was really different of working in TV. But, but doing The Purge, I mean... I, because it is Blumhouse, they still have their their really cool ways of just letting the filmmakers do their thing. Yeah. You know, I, I, I was trusted. I brought some gnarly shit to the <laughs> thing. So so now it's just up to them if they air it or not, right? If they, <laughs> I hope they do. Yeah. Um, but other oh, it than, looks like they just canceled the purge. Oh, and <laughs> we have NC-17. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
and fans are fainting. Sorry. <laughs> no, so, I mean, I'm excited for what's next with this deal. It's kind of like, it's all happening so fast. And I yeah. feel like I just, you know, finishing film school and growing my company, Luchagor, yeah. in the last few years, I feel like finally, well, not even finally, because it's all happening so fast, but I feel like, wow, this is the time to to do all the things I wanted to do. Maybe El Gigante, yeah. the feature. But maybe that this, happens? maybe that. Yeah, I feel like it so. happens. Like, <laughs> I mean, I don't want to turn this about me at all, but I'm, you know, with the podcast itself, it's going through one of those things where, like, you know, 14 years I've been doing podcasting with a variety of different shows, and then, you know, four years of doing this has suddenly doors are opening. And it's, right? it's the benefit of the grind. Well, it's, it's, it's exactly as <laughs> If you don't hustle, if you don't work hard focus and put your passion into it I mean it's easy to say but it, it is the truth at yeah, the no end of the day no one's gonna just hand you uh-uh. an opportunity no 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 yo guys I just <laughs> wrapped eight days of night shoots and I'm still at Fantastic Fest <laughs> like if I can do that back to back you can do anything absolutely and still box and get punched in the face yeah let's so talk about that for a second because okay, I don't think okay. a lot of people know what happens at Fantastic so Tell us a little bit about, because I've actually never seen the debate, so oh, I always man. forget that that's an aspect of it. How many years it. have you been at Fantastic Fest? This is only my second year. Okay, I forgive you. No. <laughs> so Fantastic Fest is like, I, I personally think it's most famously known, not just for the partying and great movies, but for the fantastic debates. So basically they have, they invite either special guests or the celebrities or whoever that is like super known in the community to debate they they have a topic that they debate on podiums but it all takes place at a boxing ring like an actual (laughs) boxing ring and it gets packed 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 everybody's drunk and having a blast and the thing is is after you're done your debate going back and forth of whatever topic you settle it by boxing and beating the shit out of each other so last night (laughs) <laughs> yeah, what did you debate? Let's start with that. Yeah, so last night I fought against the the captain of the roller derby team in town. <laughs> I was scared out of my mind because those girls are trained to kill. I'm not trained to kill, only on screen. Yeah. You see the difference? Like <laughs> You're, you're trained to direct someone else on how to yeah, kill. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I was petrified. So basically they wanted to debate that roller derby is a better sport than lucha libre. Oh, hell no. Hell no, honey. <laughs> Say that again to my face. And and so I just was like, okay, I got this. So I was stoked that the festival, you know, invited me, La Mexicana, to come up on stage. You should have tagged in Vampiro. Dude, he came on stage with me. That's amazing. Vampiro was backstage helping me, like, Papa, three, two, one, five, hook. Like, he was, like, helping me. And That's got to be the most surreal thing in the world. It was, uh, it was bad shit. He crazy. was just standing next to me in the lobby, and I was like, do I say something? No, he's no. Vampiro. Yes, he's Vampiro. He will probably, like, break a chair on your face. Uh, no, he, he's awesome, the nicest guy. But, yeah, I just asked him, like, yo, can you, like, come on? at the end of my debate just to, like we can do the best mic drop ever yeah and he's like all right yeah. and i was like oh my god oh my god <laughs> so so what happened at the end of my debate the very last point i said was and you know what derby bitch you know what you don't even know what it's like to have mexican announcers in sports that's right 
They know how to inject the thrill, inject the entertainment. And let me show you a fucking example. And then I just did the announcer voice. I yeah. was like, Y en esta esquina les traemos el más grande y el más poderoso vampiro. Like, it was, everybody was laughing, but then he came on. And everyone's like, <laughs> like, it was... Debate one. It was, There's not yeah. even a reason to go dude, into dude, fighting. I, I was just like, let's just go to Whataburger, girl, and let's just talk about it. We don't need to... But it was. It got nasty. It was the highlight last night because us bitches went crazy. Like, I brought out the streets. She brought out her derby team. One of them flashed. Oh, everybody. Jesus. Oh, oh. Honey, please. And I was just laying in my and hotel were, room watching. You were being watching a, a good movie. boy. You were being a good boy. <laughs> being responsible, to preparing <laughs> for interviews. <laughs> yeah, it was insane. Dude. Did you win the fight? Of course, that was good. dude. If you walk out with the intro song of Selena, Bidi Bidi Bum Bum, you won. <laughs> so I won the moment I walked out. All right. Well, where can people follow everything <laughs> that's going with Luchagor and your sure. career? Yeah. No. Like we're excited because. Um, Luchagor and Blumhouse, we are in talks of something really cool. So definitely, you know, keep up with Luchagor Productions uh, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And then for myself, um, uh, at Horror Guerrero on Instagram and Twitter. And and if you want to see my boxing face, I just posted one and I look ridiculous. So, (laughs) yeah, guys, like follow us. And it's we got a lot of great things happening in the future. Awesome. You've been lost in the woods for hours now, stumbling around in the dark. You come around the bend and see two people roasting marshmallows over a roaring fire. They see you coming into the clearing and gesture over to pull up a log. Welcome to Campfire Ashes. I'm Paul. And I'm Jess. Join us as we tell each other our originally written spooky stories around the campfire and then dive into the lore and legends that inspired them. Is it something that goes bump in the night? Is it something menacing lurking past the tree line? Or is it just weird and otherworldly? You'll find it here on Campfire Ashes. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, or right here on the Geekscape Network. Hey, welcome to Unstable Topics, a fast-paced, jam-packed, unhinged, bestie podcast filled with facts, reacts, and made-up games in between. We're your hosts, Sarah and Maggie. And we're excited for you to join our best friend hangout, where we surprise one another with things we find interesting or hilarious just to see how the other will react. Our friendship might be totally stable, but you never know what your bestie might throw your way to knock you off your game. So come shake things up, learn something new, and laugh along with us. This is Unstable Topics. You've been lost in the woods for hours now, stumbling around in the dark. You come around the bend and see two people roasting marshmallows over a roaring fire. They see you coming into the clearing and gesture over to pull up a log. Welcome to Campfire Ashes. I'm Paul. And I'm Jess. Join us as we tell each other our originally written spooky stories around the campfire and then dive into the lore and legends that inspired them. Is it something that goes bump in the night? Is it something menacing lurking past the tree line? Or is it just weird and otherworldly? You'll find it here on Campfire Ashes. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, or right here on the Geekscape Network. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 